0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new Pennywise podcast in the new year. This is a great time to be talking about your money and how you can save money, maybe how you can align some of your goals. I'm Terry Barr, your host of the Pennywise podcast from Lee Enterprises, and always happy to have you along with us. So we are going to talk about New Year and bank accounts. Is this a time to take a look at what kind of bank accounts you have? Chanel Bissett is a personal finance expert with Nerve Wallet, and she is joining us today to take a look at this exact topic. Thanks, Chanel. Thank you, Terry. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, I guess the typical really is when you look at what most people have, one checking account, one savings account, pretty standard, Mm -hmm. but we can do better, can't we?
1: Uh, definitely, that's that's a good bare minimum that everyone should ideally meet. But there are plenty of options out there for other accounts that could help serve your financial goals as well.
0: And now I think is a great time to be talking about this. You know, we've got these five questions that you might want to sit down and ask yourself. And the first one is, <laughs> I love this one. How do we figure out which bank accounts are actually the right types when you want to use these for yourself? What do you do?
1: Yeah. So the, the best thing to do is really evaluate your financial situation and think about any major changes that might've happened in uh, recent months or the past year. Um, perhaps you've, um, gotten a a partner that you want to share finances with, um, in that case, a joint checking account or a joint savings account might be a good idea, or, uh, perhaps you are really interested in looking for an account with a high interest rate. There are plenty of those out there right now. Um, so the, the new year, um, you know, it, it might be a little bit of an arbitrary time to make changes, but it's still a really uh, great time um, because you get to really take stock of what your finances are like and what kind of changes you can make to meet the, meet those goals of yours.
0: Yeah, I think it's a terrific time. It feels like it's a fresh start and you can get yourself all organized with your money and your savings and your checking. But I love these questions. Um, here's a second question to think about if if you want to kind of reevaluate what you're doing with your bank accounts how many bank accounts (laughs) is there such a thing as too many? Well, what we kind
1: of recommend is to uh, have the number of accounts that you can reasonably manage. Um, same can be true of, of most financial products, like credit cards, for example. Um, you know, there's probably a, a point where you just have one too many to keep track of, and perhaps you let some kind of um, deadline slip. And for like a, a bank account, maybe um, maybe you have so many make accounts that you find it hard to meet all the bare minimum requirements to keep those accounts open, which could lead to fees. Um, so it's a really good idea to just make sure that you're able to manage whatever uh, whatever accounts you open. But beyond just a, a basic checking and savings account, there are uh, additional accounts you can have that could help meet goals. Like perhaps you want multiple savings accounts open for different goals, or um, maybe you do just have one savings account, but below that you can have different sub accounts for different goals. Um, so technically, that is one account, but there are multiple things to manage. So you just have to kind of think about what your tolerance is for that kind of organization.
0: Yeah, organization is the key, isn't it? And, and you want it to also be reassuring to, you know, what you're talking about with goals. You don't want this to stress you out when you're sitting down to try to figure out your bank statement or anything, and you've got 10 of them in front of you.
1: Right. Uh. Yeah. And there are tools out there that kind of help you uh, manage multiple accounts, Um. apps like Mint or the NerdWallet app also kind of aggregates accounts for a bird's eye view of everything. Um, but even so, even if you do have that bird's eye view, it can still be a lot to have to deal with uh, perhaps different customer service uh, options at different banks, or um, maybe you just use all of your accounts for so many different things that it's hard to know maybe when bill pay deadlines are, or um, maybe you forget when something's going to be withdrawn from your account. So you get hit with an overdraft fee. Um, Things like that can end up hurting more than they help. So just make sure that you can manage whatever it
0: is you decide to open. The third question, what about the right type of bank? I haven't thought about this. So what does this mean?
1: Yeah, so there are so many different types of banks out there, um, especially these days with online banks becoming so common and uh, available. Um, so there are, uh, you know, traditional brick and mortar banks. You know, you have like your big national banks that have wide ATM networks everywhere. Um, you can easily find a branch even if you're traveling. Um, there are some great benefits to that. Unfortunately, they tend to have lower interest rates than other types of banks simply because they have so much overhead from managing so many different branches and employees. Um, so, that makes the second option, online banks, perhaps an attractive uh, option to some consumers out there who don't necessarily want to have um, that face to face interaction. Um, they'd rather have a higher interest rate, or they're perfectly comfortable using um, phone service, or tweeting at the bank, or using like online chat um, with the bank. Um, things like that are going to be something to take into consideration, but a lot of people find those trade offs to be worth it. Um, And then beyond those types of just um, physical types of banks or online types of banks, there are also lots of banks out there that are very community-based or value-based. So say you want to work with a bank that really um, supports your individual community. Um, In that case, you might want to look at credit unions instead, Um, or maybe you're a, a retired or active service member and you want to work with a military bank. Or um or maybe you want to work with a minority-owned bank, like like a black-owned bank. Um, those kinds of options are also very plentiful, and it, they can really align with your values, perhaps more so than traditional banks do.
0: You know, we did a recent topic on this, and and we'll share um that particular episode in the show notes with this episode, it was really fascinating to learn how you can really align your values with your bank. And we gave many examples. And and I think that's really becoming, I don't want to call it trendy, but it, it is kind of becoming a thing where people really do want to know what is my money being used for? Right.
1: Yeah, it's, it's hard to know exactly what your bank is using the money for behind the scenes. Um, you have to do additional research um, to, to figure out those kinds of things. But there are banks out there who uh, that try to keep it really explicit what they use their money for or don't use their money for. Um, so, you know, those kinds of options are um, coming more to the forefront of consumer consciousness, I would say.
0: And their money is your money. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. it's a great thing to check out. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Right type of bank. I really, I like that question and your answer a lot. Okay. So there's a, another question. Question four, what about the bank tools? I know there's so many different things that we can use. Are there some particular ones we really should be using?
1: Right. Um. Once again, it'll kind of depend on your situation, but there are are kind of the um, the basic, like, common uh, tools that banks are becoming, that, that they're using a lot more often and offering more to customers, and that's things like uh, money transfers. So uh, Zelle, for example, is integrated with a lot of banks, um, but there's also uh, other uh, other apps you can use if Zelle doesn't work for you, um, Venmo, Cash App, things like that allow you to send money if your bank doesn't. Um, but some banks also kind of go above and beyond and offer things like budgeting tools or, um, they might allow you to set up notifications if your account balance is getting low, yeah. so that you can be notified in case you might potentially overdraft. Um, so there's lots of tools like that, which tend to be a little bit um, smoother, more seamless, um, more up to date with online banks. But traditional banks are, are definitely um, moving in on that, on that you know sort of option as well, and and making. Sure, a lot of tools are available. So uh, it really just depends on what you would want to use them for. Maybe you have your own budgeting system; that's great. But maybe you need a little extra help, um, and you don't want to design your own spreadsheet. So things like <laughs> that can be really
0: <laughs> excellent. And and it's okay to use the bank's app and, and and do things online as well. I mean, I think we've gotten to the point where that feels okay, right?
1: Yeah, um, I think that technology. Is definitely uh, catching up. I mean, it can be a little hard to be, uh, you know, really at the cutting edge of technology when you have a legacy institution like a very old bank. Um, But, you know, I think that most banks have realized that this is where the future is and that they need to make sure their tech is up to date. Um, So it's becoming a lot easier to find those kinds of options, no matter what bank you choose.
0: Finally, this question, think about this one now. When should I actually sit down, take the time to reevaluate what I have as a bank setup? Yeah. What do you think?
1: Um, No time like the present. Uh, (laughs) You know, this is kind of a traditional time to reevaluate. But even beyond that, it's a great time in terms of just what's happening in the world. We're seeing interest rates rise on a regular basis um, across the board for all kinds of banks. Um, As the, the Fed has been increasing its federal funds rate, um, interest rates in general have gone up, which has been really great for consumers who are opening new bank accounts. Uh, it's very competitive out there. There's some banks offering uh, more than 3% on savings accounts, um, oh. even checking accounts in some cases. So, uh, So yeah, comparison shopping is a really great thing to do, especially right now.
0: Oh, that's so great. Thank you for answering those five questions. Pretty important things to think about. Chanel, I guess, what would you think is the bottom line when we're talking about this?
1: Yeah, um, you know, it's really easy to just kind of stick with one bank for a long time. It can be, it can feel really inconvenient to like have to change everything up with your finances. You know, enter in that new uh, account number or routing number with your employer, things like that. It is kind of, kind of a pain to have to do. But if you really commit to doing that, maybe just taking an afternoon to search for the bank that works for you um, and switch things over, you could end up making significantly more on your money than you than you had previously with your other bank. Um, and in addition to that, you can also find banks with better customer service options or uh, better features and tools that you might want to use. So it's really worthwhile to at least investigate and see if there's anything out there that might work better for you.
0: And I know it's an old saying, make your money work for you, but it sure sounds like that's the thing to do when it comes to considering opening different accounts somewhere else or just figuring out if you're in the right place to start with.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, you you want to try to try to not be complacent, you know, be a go-getter there, especially at the beginning of the year, um, you know, search out things that are going to serve you
0: better than what you currently have. Excellent. Oh, my goodness. Chanel Bassett, we always love talking with you. Chanel is from NerdWallet and has given us some really great questions to consider when you're looking at your bank accounts. Chanel, thank you so much. Thank you, Terry. And I'm Terry Barr, host of your Pennywise podcast. Always grateful to have you along with us and we'll talk with you again next week.